Walking in my shoes, and I really love that line where he says, uh, "Before you come to any conclusions, try walking in my shoes. You'll stumble in my footsteps." So it's a great song. I'm going to tell a little bit about a story that happened here recently and why I picked that song today. But before I do, I want to share a, a tweet that I posted the other day, or tweeted, should I say? And it was uh, in business, doing the right thing may cost you money in the short term, but in the long term. It will yield you dividends far beyond your wildest expectations, or at least that has been my experience so far. So a follow-up to the last podcast where I told the story about Texas City Gringos and how it came to be and how Joel and I were on our way out there because of his uncle, Jerry Perkins, who's a a real estate broker, wanted us to see a property and for new Gringos. And and after we met with him at the, uh, the Waffle House, we drove around the area and we ended up driving by the Texas City Mall of the mainland. And when we got there, we noticed that there was a building that was all boarded up and had a for sale sign on it. And the name of the gentleman that was on the sign, the broker for that property, his name was Hugh Ruggles. And so we called Hugh, and uh, it turned out that he was on his way out there to show the property to someone else. And long story short, that gentleman never showed up, and we ended up getting the property, and, and today it's a, it's a Gringo's. And um, what was real interesting, and this is the part I left, up, left out about the story, and it's an important part, is that um, because Joel's uncle is the one that really got us out there to uh, look at look at look at a property, not that particular property, but a property, uh, Joel uh, took the initiative to call Hugh Hugh Ruggles and ask him if he would consider sharing in the commission on the deal at the the Gringos Tech City property, which used to be our Red Lobster, and um, and it, and Hugh agreed to do it. And basically what Hugh did in the process is he gave up $22,000 worth of commission on that property to Jerry Perkins, who basically all he did was make a phone call to get us out to look at a property, but still he got us out there and Hugh was willing to do it and he did it. And so, you know, here Hugh could have just said, you know what, he didn't do anything or that's $22,500. That's a lot of money. I don't, I don't want to give that up. So, but he did. And, and because of what he did, uh, we have done probably at least, and probably more, I'm, I may be lowballing this, but we've done at least, or Hugh has handled at least $12 million worth of real estate transactions for us since then. And if you think about it, um, the commission on that alone at 6% is $720,000. So Hugh solidified a relationship that has yielded uh, a ton of money almost 33 times what he gave up to Jerry Perkins. 
And um, that just says a lot. That says a lot about a person that would be willing to do that. Hugh Ruggles uh, used to have his own company called Texas Southwest Group. And he would handle real estate transactions for a lot of the larger companies like Darden and uh, Brinker out of Dallas. And so whatever, if they needed properties they needed to purchase, he would be their point guy. Or if they needed to uh, dispose of properties, uh, he would handle that as well. So Hugh has done really well. He's now with NewQuest, and we still deal with Hugh today. He's, I believe the last property he sold us was the new Jimmy, uh, the new Gringos that were building in Katy. And that built, that transaction uh, sales price was two point, right at about $2.5 million. So you do the math. So anyway, uh, you know, business at the end of the day is it's more than it's it's more about relationships than it is about money, and that's what's very important to understand. You know, the uh, the one quality that does not mix well in business is greed, and greed always seems to rear its ugly head because it's it's almost human nature in some ways. But one of the one of the qualities I want to mention that is actually a strong. Uh, quality in, in business is the one of, uh, uh, and it's one I've always enjoyed doing is developing a habit of um, sense of urgency, just responding to people very quickly when they ask for stuff and not prolonging it. So several years ago, I was at a, a business luncheon for the Pasadena Chamber of Commerce or maybe in the Deer Park Chamber of Commerce, but we it was held at the one of the hotels near Hobby Airport. And I was sitting at a table, there was either eight of us or 12 of us, and there had to have been at least four uh, elected officials at our table. And uh, Mike Jackson was one of them. And Mike Jackson used to be a state rep and as well as a state senator in the LaPorte area. And so, and he, I believe um, his first year in office was back in the late 80s. So he had been there almost, I want to say almost 20 years. So anyway, we're sitting around this table, and I don't know how we got on the subject of contributions or what but uh, mike jackson started talking and he pointed at me and he said yeah russell ebar gave me my first ever political contribution when i ran for office back in the 80s and i didn't know that at the time but when someone makes an announcement that they're running for office i like to be the first to give them a check because they will never ever forget that person ever there's a gentleman that i'm uh developed a, a friendship with um, because we're in the same industry and we have some mutual friends and he's quite wealthy and I um, you know I believe relationships should be a two-way street uh, you shouldn't just try to uh, be a person that gets stuff out of someone it should be that you always are planting those seeds of um, of uh, pl- just planting seeds that will yield benefits in the future you, you don't know when you don't know how or if they ever even will but it's always best to do it first. Do things first to to show your appreciation for that person. But this one individual um, is the same one that I had mentioned about how we had invited him out to see our restaurants and, and because they had gotten in the Mexican food business. And so since then, uh, he has flown me on his private jet twice, once to see the Rolling Stones in Miami, and all free of charge. I mean, just, you know, and it's incredible. So... Um, recently he, or actually several times now he's sent us, uh, or sent me an email, uh, asking for a contribution to this or that. And one of them was to a political campaign that, um, although I didn't support the individual, it wasn't about the individual that the, the event was for. It was about the person that was asking me to support the individual. And we did support 
we did support them. And, um, and then also recently, uh, there's some, uh, colleges or schools that he supports and, and he had asked for a, a contribution. And so I responded immediately. I received the email. Once I read it, I responded right there and then. I did not wait a day or two or a week or what have you. Uh, I believe in sense of urgency because people remember those that respond quickly. It just It's just a quality that you don't find in a lot of people. A lot of people just procrastinate and and it, you know it's you want other people to re- you want to respond to other people the way you would like them to respond to you is the way I like to look at it. So the the, the story I want to talk about and the reason I picked that song by Depeche Mode, "Try Walking in My Shoes, You'll Stumble in My Footsteps," was because um, on Twitter the other day I received or someone tagged me in a, in a tweet and made this statement that. I couldn't really decipher it too well because there was only so much they could say in it, plus the fact that um, I thought it was a troll. And so what I ended up doing, and they made some negative comments about Gringos and uh, and so and, and our management team, but it was it was just the way it was written. I just couldn't tell what it was. So instead of responding publicly to this person, I went ahead and just blocked them. Well, it turned out to be a legitimate uh, complaint. Uh, maybe not the right way to go about it, but it, it was a legitimate complaint. So this person now took to Facebook and tagged me and uh, said some really you know, negative things about me, about gringos, about our management team. And, of course, um, uh, this person's friends jumped on board and they started making their own comments. So here was a situation that uh, kind of got out of control in, in some ways. So what I did was I... I uh, I mean, my, my, my initial comment on the thread was that, um, uh, to be clear, I said, um, I didn't know who you were, and I thought it was a, a, a bogus tweet. But uh, feel free to me- uh, message me on Messenger, and we will we'll resolve the issue. And then she had said something else behind that. So I said, well, we're not going to get anywhere um, going back and forth on Twitter. So I just put there, call me at my number, and here it is. And she called me immediately, and we spoke for uh, um, several minutes, and basically we resolved every issue that uh, that caused her to post what she did or tweet what she did. And so afterwards, and, and I sympathized with her, and, and I, I agreed with her. I mean, at the end of the day, she was I feel she was correct because the perception that she had was her reality, and I had to do my best my best part to... Uh, make her not see it that way and and that to see us in a different light because the last thing I would want her to do now is to go around thinking of our company in the way that she did plus her friends on top of that so I I spoke with her for at least 30 minutes Uh, I passed her information on to Jonathan to uh, gather some more information and and um, and he actually met with the management team and basically everything's been cleared cleared up and and I think anytime you have an opportunity to clear the air and, and make things right, do it. Because uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's um, how people will remember you. They'll remember you forever that way. And if you have the opportunity to correct it in some way, form, or fashion, do it. Because uh, you're the one that's going to win in the end. And so, and, and like I mentioned to this, this person, I said, you know, our company is, is not successful without you and everyone that works for our company. And I appreciate everything you do, and you are absolutely correct in how we handled it. And just, you know, accept responsibility and, and move on. And the last thing I did ask this person was to please 
go back on Facebook because she did she did end up deleting the post to go back on Facebook and at least post something positive about uh, how we resolve the issue. And she said she was going to do it, and I, I thanked her for it. But anyway, uh, I just want to share those uh, those those short stories with you. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, I appreciate it very much. And if you feel there's anything of value that someone else could hear, uh, please share this share this podcast. Um, one of the reasons I'm doing the podcast is because I believe there's a lot of people like me out there that did not go to college and was still able to maneuver through this life uh, and be successful at it. And uh, and I'm a person that does not have a skill set of any kind. I do not. Uh, I don't have any accounting skills to speak of, other than just knowing what prime cost is and some other factors. Um, obviously, legal skills don't have any there, and just other things. I mean, I, I, I'm not a mechanic of any sort, plumber or electrician, but somehow I've been able to to maneuver through life and build a company over the last several years uh, to you know generate in excess of a hundred million. Although after COVID, we'll see what that number looks like in 2020. But, um, you know, there are people out there just like me, and I would like for them to hear this message because at the end of the day, uh, your success will be dependent upon the support of so many other people. And if you can figure that out, if you can figure people out and and, uh, what makes people tick, uh, you'll go a lot further because of it. So anyway, thank you again for listening. Thank you, Derek, for putting this together. And uh, talk to you next time. (laughs) 